Hello, 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 and welcome to the second surprise bonus episode. Today is going to be quite different, as I'll be discussing a few TV shows that I've finished watching or re-watching in the month of February. This isn't a complete list, as I'm also watching some shows that are currently on, uh, like Law Nor SVU and or- Organized Crime, I think is the other one. Um, and maybe some other things? I don't really know. Um, and then of course I did my rant on Dexter in a previous episode, uh, and I finished that in February, and I have watched, I think, some other random TV shows, but I've just picked a few that I'm going to discuss today. The shows I've picked to discuss for this month, for this February wrap-up episode, (laughs) um, are Community, The Witcher, Arcane, and Henry Danger. And some honorable mentions that I haven't finished yet um, is Bojack Horseman, which I'm currently re-watching, and Raising Dion, which I'm currently watching for the first time, and I am in season one. Uh, Community. I absolutely love Community. My husband had never seen it, and I thought it was time for him to finally watch it, since he likes Dan Harmon. I figured, why wouldn't he love this? And, spoiler alert, he did love it. Uh, I also couldn't remember if I had seen that last season that had aired on Yahoo, um, which, watching it back, I realized I had seen, I think, every episode but the series finale, because I don't remember the series finale, but that's all right. Uh, Community is such a great show. It knows how to make absurd concepts seem just so normal, and I love all of their homage episodes, like the paintball ones, or that random Law and Order one, uh, they're always just really well done, and they meld so seamlessly with the just regular episodes that it somehow doesn't seem weird that all of a sudden they're doing like a 1920s episode. Like, yeah, that's totally normal for shows to do, right? <laughs> because community definitely makes it feel normal. I don't know if I've really ever seen another live-action show that can do these types of episodes, let alone do them as well as Community does. Not to mention, the cast is freaking great. Um, I love all of the original characters, and everyone just had such great chemistry. And while the show does falter a bit in the last couple seasons when they try to fill the holes with a few cast members who leave, I think they still have enough episodes that are great enough to make the whole show still stand up. And the series finale is actually really good. I was very surprised because, like I said, (laughs) the last season uh, had some issues for sure. But I am still holding out hope for the hashtag six seasons and a movie because we just need the movie to complete the hashtag. I mean, come on, let's do it. We also just finished watching The Witcher, as we had put it kind of on the back burner until we finished up Community since we were almost done with it. Um, Season 2 was great. My husband and I have really been enjoying the series. The twists they come up with are always great, and we never see them coming. Of course, the Askir is one of the best parts of the entire show, so I'm really glad we got to see him return in Season 2. And... 
all of the twists and turns that season two gave us made me just that much more excited to see where the show is going um, and what new twists are going to be coming our way because obviously there's going to be some because it's happened every two of the seasons that exist. <laughs> um, there were also some really genuinely funny moments in this season that had my husband and I dying and most of those are probably with Yaskir because I love his interactions with pretty much everybody. He's always, uh, he's always wonderful. And there were also some really cool fight scenes, especially the one at the end of episode six. I thought it was super cool the way that they slowed it down, um, and the way the fighting was happening without giving things away, uh, was super cool. And I know that that wasn't the only fight scene that I really liked during the season, but that is definitely the most memorable one. I also really appreciated that this season was a bit more toned down, I guess you could say, than the first season when it came to the excessive sexual scenes and nudity. It seemed to be a bit more like how Game of Thrones was in the beginning, where it was just everywhere for no reason other than to just draw on viewers, I guess, um, because it was very excessive and season two definitely pulled it back by a lot. And maybe that was because there were a lot of other things happening, but whatever. I liked that it was less. Um, I'm also just going to throw it out there that I've never actually played The Witcher, so I have no idea in that respect how well they're doing um, compared to the game, and if they're being pretty true to the story, or if they're doing things really differently. Um, that I'm not sure, so I can't really speak to that. I do really enjoy the show, and like I said, I'm very excited for season three, whenever that will happen. Arcane is another show based on a video game um, that is also on Netflix. I've never played Arcane either, uh, but I did really enjoy the show. My husband, on the other hand, does play League of Legends, so this was actually his pick. Um, and he's really enjoyed the show as well. and. While he knows some of the characters, some of the other characters are not from the game and therefore the stories, he, a mix of things that he knows and a mix of things he doesn't know, um, which is fun because then it's not like he's watching something that he knows everything about. Um, but yeah, honestly, I, I fell for the show pretty much immediately. I got hooked. If you're a fan of the game or you have no knowledge of it, I honestly don't really think that it matters, much like The Witcher does not matter that I haven't played it and I still love it. Uh, the art was super cool. Uh, it reminded us of Into the Spider-Verse at times, which is probably the best possible compliment you could ever have. It was also very varied, like um, Into the Spider-Verse is, in that the art kind of helps tell the story. And I think Arcane does the same thing. Um, sometimes the art was more akin to a video game, and it felt like I was just watching kind of like a video game cutscene. But at other times, it was more chaotic or more artistic. Uh, it really depended on where they were at in the story and what they wanted to tell of that story. And the music always matched the scene so perfectly. It was really fun to watch. Uh, overall, it was really beautiful, and you could tell that a lot of thought went into pretty much the entire show and how everything layered on top of each other and mixed and... Uh, like I said, like the music being paired with the scenes and the shots and 
it was just really good. And on top of that, I think the story was also really good. I liked the development of the characters and the evolution of the city. I thought it was funny. I thought it was sad. Um, there was just so much to it. And I thought they did it really well. And I was constantly blown away that this was all just based on a video game. Uh, I also had no idea where any of it was going, as I don't really know anything about League of Legends, except for there's fighting in it. <laughs> um, but it wasn't very hard to keep up most of the time. Um, I will say that there was a time jump, like a few episodes in. And I didn't realize that at all. Uh, so I was a bit confused at first. Because it's a big time jump. And I'm pretty sure they don't even mention it. It's just all of a sudden we're in a time jump. But once I realized that it was X many years later. It made sense. And I think it makes sense that they do a time jump. And uh, I really liked it. I thought it was uh, pretty cool. So definitely check it out if any of that sounded good from me speaking about it. <laughs> okay, so hear me out. Henry Danger is a kid's show, yes, but it was a very enjoyable kid's show. And I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I do know why. I liked it. I don't care. It was funny and uh, enjoyable and lighthearted. And maybe that's why I liked it. Maybe it was because it wasn't super serious and I could just watch it more casually. Um, in February, I pretty much just watched season five because uh, I had been watching it on Amazon through their Nickelodeon add-on, but the episodes were weird and then it just kind of stopped and I couldn't get the more current season. And then I just kind of it fell away to the wayside or whatever. But then Paramount Plus came to the rescue and put all that Nickelodeon stuff on there. So I was like, heck yeah. Now I finally get to watch that show. Um, so I finished it. And and let me tell you, season five was the best season, hands down. There were some weird things, for sure, when it came to the adult, who's Captain Man, falling on Kid Danger, who is a teenager's uh, but a couple times, I mean, I get that for a kid, like that's funny. He fell on a butt, haha, gross. But for an adult to actually put his face on that kid's butt, it's a little weird. But heh, overall, it was a pretty good show. The finale absolutely blew me away, and is the reason why I even added it to this list because, dang, that was good. I was not ready at all for how serious it was going to be, nor how emotional I was going to get. Like I said, uh, most of the show is pretty chill and lighthearted. So when this series finale aired and I was watching it, I was like, this is not <laughs> chill or lighthearted. Uh, it was super, super good though. Like so well done. And I think probably matched a lot of the age of the viewers that were watching it, going through maybe some of the same experiences that he was going through. And like the entire last season was just really good. And maybe this is because the kids were older, the actors were a little bit older, but I feel like that last season there was like a 
tonal shift. Um, seemed to be a lot more tongue-in-cheek in a way. Like, I know the first episode is that they had a Stranger Things spoof, and that was hilarious and so well done. And quite a few of the episodes were, like, making fun of themselves more, I think. Like, more breaks in the fourth wall. Um, <laughs> like, a very literal fourth wall break when they said at one point that they even checked the fourth wall cameras. <laughs> that was pretty good. But yeah, um, super great. I really enjoyed it, and I'm super excited that there's going to be a movie. I know it was just barely announced, so there's no, like, info on the plot or the date that it's going to be released, but it does appear that the main stars are going to be back for it, which is going to be great. And I don't even know what's going to happen, but I'm super excited about it. <laughs> and I know Jessica feels the same way, and sometimes she listens to these episodes, so she's going to be the one person who's like, heck yeah, let's get Henry Danger in our lives again. Uh, anyway, the next two shows, uh, I just need to stop saying, uh, but that's okay. The next two shows are shows that I'm in the middle of rewatching or rewatching and are just so freaking good that I need to mention them now. We are currently in the middle of a rewatch, another rewatch of a BoJack Horseman, which is on Netflix and it's an animated show. And it is one of the greatest shows, if not the greatest show, to rewatch over and over again. And it's just, in general, an amazing show. My husband and I will throw this on if we can't find something to watch, or while he makes the dinner and I'm just hanging out downstairs on my phone. It's got so many layers, and rewatching it after you've seen it just brings new life to it. I love how each season gets progressively darker and darker, and what started out as a fairly lighthearted show gets really deep and dark by the last episode. And it's such a great progression to watch over time as he slowly kind of descends into a deeper and darker period of his life. But this show is also hilarious and they can balance it really well um, when it needs to be balanced. They will 100% just leave it dark at times, but they also can make it super funny. And because this is a world with humans and humanistic animals, I guess you'd say, there's tons of animal puns and funny things like when Mr. Peanut Butter, who is a dog, uh, barks when the doorbell goes off or hates the mailman when he's driving around. Um, and it's super funny. And then the background always has something going on. So I love rewatching this one because there's a new joke maybe that I didn't pick up the last time, or there's a character in the background that I didn't realize was doing something before. Or even just knowing how it ends makes me connect things that maybe I didn't connect before. And each rewatch makes things fresher and fresher in my mind. I definitely recommend giving this show a watch if you haven't, but I also recommend you rewatching it if you haven't rewatched it. Or rewatching it if you haven't watched it in a while. Or rewatched it in a while. Go watch this now is what I'm saying, because it's so good. And they ended it so well. Love it. Raising Dion. Oh my goodness. It is absolutely phenomenal. I'm only in the middle of episode 5 of the first season, but I'm absolutely loving it. It's probably one of the strongest pilots that I've ever seen. 
and it hooked me immediately. I started it because I had heard good things about it, but I was not prepared for the level of greatness just in that first episode. I, 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 <laughs> I loved it. I, it just sets up the story so beautifully and it really gives you all the bits and pieces that you're going to need while not feeling like it's just a giant exposition dump. I mean, I assume that it gives you all the bits and pieces because like I said, only in the middle of episode five, but so far we know who all the characters are. We understand, you know, bits and pieces of the past, what's important. We get, you know, what the mysteries are with Dion, with, you know, the father, with all the characters and all of this while still being funny and touching and sad and even kind of scary at the end of that first episode. <laughs> Or was I the only one who was creeped out a lot by it? I don't know. But I do know that I love every single character, and the acting is all really good, especially from the kids, who are all super young. Who are, They're supposed to be eight, and I think they're probably about eight. Um, they all do such a fantastic job, and I think they're all adorable. And I also really love all the comic book references in the titles. Um, they always make me laugh. So I'm excited to continue watching this, and I'm sure by the time this episode is released, which is like later today, um, I'll be well past episode 5, because I'm loving it. I can't wait for season 2. Oh, I know it's going to be good. I may do an entire episode dedicated to Raising Dion once I've finished it, or maybe finish the first season and do one after season 1 and after season 2. Let me know in the comments on social media if that's something you'd want me to do, or if I mentioned any shows that you'd like me to dive more deeply into, or if you have any suggestions of other shows. This February wrap-up was really fun, and I think I'm going to keep doing these types of episodes. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook on Mixed Media Reviews Podcast. <laughs> and you can also find me pretty much anywhere you find your podcasts. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Bye!